Welcome to the podcast where two out-of-shape New Yorkers try to pursue their wannabe ninja dreams. My name is Andrew Favaloro. And I'm Sarah Shepard, and this is Andrew Ninja Warrior. Good to be back from that theme song. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We made um, it. We made it here to uh, September. September. Yeah, it turns out that sometimes uh, life just kind of creeps up on us and we're overcommitted. But Sarah, I feel like I can see it in your eyes. There's a question you'd like to ask me. Andrew, why are we here? Don't worry about it. We'll 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 deal with that later. Okay, so, cool. September. <laughs> September, as it turns out. Uh, yeah, sorry, month of August. Uh, you're kind of cool and you kind of suck, and we just dropped the ball on making an episode there. Um, Who knew uh, that uh, getting a new job would take up a lot of time yeah, and you require wanna... a lot of travel? Would you like to talk about that, Sarah? Yeah. Cool. Um, I I mentioned the last episode I got a new job, which has been very exciting, and it's also been, uh, uh, you know... A lot at once, learning a lot of new things, experiencing a lot of new things, immediately traveling for business. I went to Mexico. I went to Las Vegas. Sorry, and, and just for reference, how many days had you worked at your job before you were told you were going to Mexico on a business trip? One. Okay. Um, so it's been it's been really fast, and it's been a lot. So that uh, affects podcasting. <laughs> yeah. um, I also, I did go to Las Vegas, but I was in business meetings the entire time, so I didn't get to visit like the Holy Ninja Warrior <laughs> grounds unfortunately yeah i i'd like to believe that they leave the obstacles up all year but part of me suspects they'd probably tear yeah, it down as like soon as a, they're done filming i was like wait how will i really know which empty lot near the strip is the right empty lot near the strip um i'd like to to shout out one of our good friends rich at ninja podcast because i think he might have also been in vegas oh <laughs> although now that world. i think about it he was in vegas this past weekend from his instagram it uh, looks like right. so you maybe just missed each other we could have had a ninja uh meetup ninja meetup but uh vegas was cool great i enjoyed that and then i also went to disney world Yay! right after vegas the happiest place in the world yeah. On Earth? What on is Earth. the real... Okay. It's on Earth. Um, it was a lot of fun. It also reminded me that, like, even though I walk so much, I'm a New Yorker, I live a decent distance from the train, I walk a lot. Even Disney World challenges your ability to walk in a given day. I can imagine. I, uh, I've experienced foot fatigue, Ooh. which was a fun thing to experience. Literally, I would stand up and be like, oh... I'm in so much pain right now, but I have to keep going. Um, but it was it was fun. And uh, I went to Harry Potter, the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Which is, and, of course, in Disney World. Which is not. Um, though eventually everything just will be Disney World. Right. We're moving that way as a society. But in the meantime, it's not. And it, to me, is the happiest place on Earth. That's good. And the most magical place on Earth. And just the best place on Earth. And everyone should go because I felt like a child. In the best way. That's wonderful. But yeah, so those are some of the many reasons that I uh, I didn't make podcast happen on my end. I will say I did walk a lot, 
run some, dance some, uh, practice grip strength in Las Vegas because when we went to watch the Bellagio Fountains, I couldn't see. So I climbed up <laughs> on a fake tree and held on to it for the entire song. Good Lord. Um, I was very proud of myself. <laughs> and no one yelled at me for climbing a fake tree on the strip. Nice. Yeah. Um, and the main reason that I was struggling to make podcasting happen in the month of August is that I am moving. As I think I've mentioned uh, on the podcast before, I am about a half hour run away from your apartment or an hour's long walk. And as of a week from now, I will be a 15 minute walk away from our studios. Yay. Yeah. I'm so excited. Sarah and I technically are going to live on the same street. <laughs> by by pure technicality, New York rules mean it's a lot more complicated than that, right. but we don't have to get into that. I would love to tell the joke about it, but I don't want to give away our address. <laughs> um, I'm a public official, so technically uh, my address is on the internet already, but we won't give yours away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, apartment hunting turned out to be super stressful. I pretty much spent every waking moment playing real estate tinder just like seeing any any apartment that barely met my standards and mm-hmm. reaching out reaching out reaching out it's a numbers game uh there was one day where my wife and i walked around for 10 miles throughout the course of brooklyn and then um as we were coming home we got on a bus we got off the bus and ellen looks at me and she goes wait where's my phone and so after 10 days of walking <laughs> i sprinted at top velocity trying to track down a Brooklyn bus. I did not do it. Her phone was just at the very bottom of her purse. Oh, man. <laughs> but, oh, uh, that was a roller coaster of a story, though. Yeah, no, that counts as a workout, <laughs> yes. is what I learned. Um, and, and, and I would say it builds stamina and endurance yes. to have to look for a home in New York City. <laughs> it does. Emotional, uh, mental endurance. But, you know, Ninja Warrior is partly a mental game. Yeah. Less so an emotional game. Um <laughs> But most of the reason that we are we were looking for a, a new apartment is because my wife is about to start grad school, and so we've been like going to a couple of grad school mixers, uh, and that's been very fun. And yeah, I haven't had a whole lot of time and mental energy to devote to the podcast. But uh, yeah, as far as working out stuff goes, I have started a new way to get my workouts in, which is that my old strategy for running is I used to run up and down side streets in my neighborhood. And I was like, this is great. I can just run as far as I want and I will always be close to my apartment. There was a way, like if I ran from one end to the other end of my neighborhood, it would be a 13 mile run. And like at any point I could just stop and go home. It was perfect. Uh, This is the exact opposite of that. (laughs) I have decided to run home from work uh, once or twice a week now. And it's uh, it's great because once you get onto the Brooklyn Bridge, you can't really get on a subway and go home. You got to commit to it or you got to just, you know, turn around and go back, which is just as much work. Um, and because I am not Spider-Man from Spider-Man 2, I can't just, you know, hop onto the trains that are running across the bridge. I got to go all the way across. Have you ever run the Brooklyn Bridge, by the way? I've walked it quite a few times. Cool. There is no better obstacle course training <laughs> than trying to run across the Brooklyn Bridge at 6 p.m. on a weekday. Oh, I imagine. I imagine uh, it's a special kind of torture. Lots of dodging, lots of looking over your shoulder and quickly reacting as a bike is coming into the lane. <laughs> it's awful. Um, but yeah. But again, working those uh, ha- that hand-eye coordination and quick response time. Exactly. Yep. Uh, working up that mental fortitude to not just stop and scream at someone <laughs> for taking a <laughs> selfie. Um, yeah. 
And uh, they have those spots on the Brooklyn Bridge where it opens up and you can stand for a reason. That's where you do that's it. That's where you do it. Actually, really, the thing that gets me the maddest is um, is like the vendors who set up their carts on the uh. Brooklyn Bridge and just take up a third of the path. These people know nothing about laminar flow. <laughs> when you clog up, when you clog up a pipe, everything has to slow down. <laughs> That's a physics joke for the physics audience. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Also, rock climbing has been going good. Um, I've like hit a point where I'm finally starting to do V3s, kind of, and it's like, yeah, slow yeah. in progress. Um, and once or twice lately I've been and someone's like, hey, I'm really struggling on this wall. You kind of seem like you know what you're doing. Can you help me? And it's it's one of those moments where you kind of sit back and you're like, well, what am I thinking about here? And it helps to really like crystallize your thought process and think about strategy by having to explain it to someone. I don't know. This is what my five years of teaching has taught me. Um, so, yeah, I think that's my whole update. Yeah. Cool. So you've been keeping it up. Yeah, I've been keeping it up. I think... The choice that sometimes has to be made is, well, we could actually work out or we could spend a lot of time working on the podcast. Maybe we should actually work out. Yeah. Okay. I think we made the right call there. Um, it's really easy to get overcommitted. Indeed. 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 Um, so now let's move on to uh, A&W Corner. Yeah. Um, at this point, uh, the Ninja Warrior season is over, which is sad, but... There is a new American Ninja Warrior champion, which is exciting. Yes. Congratulations to Drew Dreschel, who I am sure is listening right now. Um, I was in Vegas when the finals were airing, so I couldn't... No, I wasn't even in Vegas. I was in an airplane when the finals were airing, and I couldn't watch. But um, when you texted me to tell me the news, I've got to say I was a little disappointed. I mean, I'm really happy for Drew, but narratively... That is the most logical conclusion. Exactly. The guy who, you know, has done the best for or for like three out of the last five years or something wins. It's it's predictable, but like it's still obviously an achievement. Uh, he has gone so much farther than anyone has since season seven. And like, I, I feel you. I, I was kind of hoping for like a cool upstart story. I was like watching the editing of every episode along the way being like, ooh, who are they like subtly placing up? Who are they trying to like, you know, give a logical backstory to so that when they win, you're like, oh, that's why he kept getting yeah. shown so much. Now, I think that's one of the interesting things about Ninja Warrior in general is they're trying to walk that line between reality TV show and sporting event. Mm-hmm. And reality tv shows you edit for a narrative because and i think we all expect a narrative now reality tv is just a part of everyone's television consumption and so we're expecting that story to build but in real live sports like the olympics for instance you don't build that narrative it's happening live like they can try to do like promo reels and things like that but in the end it's just whoever wins so you're okay with michael phelps getting every gold medal ever in swimming because like He's the best, and so you're just focusing on him blazing a trail. That's right. And with these kind of shows, they constantly do those narratives that make you think this underdog is going to come to the top, and so you're expecting that underdog to come to the top, and then it's just the person we all expected to win. Right. Uh, And what I think is especially cool about that front is that uh, the finals are filmed like halfway through the airing of City Qualifiers. So... um, you know, they, the producers 100% are trying to build some sort of narrative, but they don't even know the end of the story yet. 
you know, when they were filming this, obviously they know that Drew Dressel's really good. They didn't know he was going to win. And so I think they were kind of like planting as many seeds as they could in case somebody did win so that they could pick up on it. And I think that that's a really interesting uh, challenge to, to work through as a producer. Yeah. Which is cool. Which brings us to something that really upset you. Adam freaking Rail. <laughs> <laughs> he is so good. Um, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember... I think there was a day when we were recording in like March or so. And I was like, Sarah, it's the finals of the Amateur Ninja League. We got to watch some of it. And we turned it on. The only uh, brackets that were showing was kids. And I think there was like a half hour break until the next one came on. And so we decided not to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Adam Rail won the National Ninja League finals this year. Uh, And he is just so crazy good. Uh, what I love about him is that he's got this gymnastics background, so he has this really deep, innate sense of body control and how to move his body. And then sometime in his 20s, he started working for a concrete business. So his arms are just like the size of most people's countries. Um, <laughs> and On a map? No. Okay. <laughs> um, no, he's just, he's so good, but he's so strong and his he like i think really focuses on rock climbing so he has this amazing grip strength and then you see him on the final uh obstacle of stage one the the swing hopper dipper thing whatever it's called uh and he just like launches himself up to the top of the cargo net because he can do that but then you also see him do uh the the northwest passage obstacle where it's like the the, the handles that you're moving up and down. Uh, and he's so calm and in control because he's just got arms like nobody's business. It, there's no way better to say it than that. He's just joked. That yeah. is what he is. Um, trigger and, warning for people who hate that word. <laughs> trigger warning right on time for people who hate that word. <laughs> Whoops. Um, move it around. Okay. We'll you fix it. it in the edit. We'll fix it in post. Yeah. Um, but so he... Uh, yeah, watching him go out on Kane Lane was so heartbreaking because you could tell he like could do it. You could tell he had a strategy for how to get off the cane and onto the bar, and he just missed it a little bit. He kind of slid backwards on the bar, or the cane kind of slid backwards while his foot was up on the thing, and he slid off, and uh, it was so heart-wrenching, but he's so good. I can't wait to see him next yeah, year. Yeah, no, he literally looks like he's floating. Yeah. Everything looks so effortless in a way that, like, not every ninja looks that way. I right. think Drew sometimes you can like still yeah. see the effort he's having to put into it. Right. Um, and so it's always just like it was also so shocking because he literally goes from seeming like he's still at 100% to just right. all fatigue. Um, but yeah, that's pretty heartbreaking. Yeah. But uh, there, there's one, one similarity between Adam Rail and Drew Dreschel. And come to think of it, almost, almost every male ninja. Which brings us to a new segment that we'd like to call... I have a question. <laughs> Actually, I have questions. No, it's just one this time. Right. Why all the shave chefs? <laughs> Why? It has become something I've been focused on this year. And I, I think what what bothers me specifically is that they're shaving their chest but not their armpits. And it's like, well, if you're going to go in, just go all in, guys. Yeah. Uh, I guess there's an argument to be made that, you know, swimmers go through this too they say the more hair you have the less aerodynamic you are so you're going to be 
uh, shaved as shaved can get. Yeah, but they, I mean, they go all in. Like, some of those people are moving their eyebrows. Right. Like, they're true. And they also remove their pit hair because they remove all their hair. But it seems like the Ninja Warriors are doing it for pure aesthetics because their head hair is still there. Their pit hair is still there. Leg hair is usually also still there. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a, it's a baffling question. And once it's been raised to me, I don't know, I don't know how I to I don't know how to answer. Anymore. All I want to say is every time I see a ninja warrior who actually keeps their body hair, I'm very yeah. proud and impressed. Keep it up. I, I, I wish I could say that I was going to submit a submission video as the chest hair ninja, but I have about 13 of them, so <laughs> I'm not your guy. Uh, uh, I know they're out there. But anyway, guys. My chesters? Yeah. No. <laughs> yes. Your chesters are out there. They're coming. <laughs> Puberty takes a while. <laughs> um, but no, I just like, guys, you don't need to wax yourselves for Ninja Warrior. Yeah. It's fine. You're already, uh, trigger warning, yoked. <laughs> so it's fine to also have body hair. But I digress. Yes. Uh, and that was, I have questions. Uh, so moving on. Thank you for letting me do that. You're welcome. Um, we want to talk a little bit about the rest of the year. Yeah. It's, uh, it's September, which means we have, you know, three more months left of the year. Uh, we're, you know, about to enter Q4, if you will. To Um, use a business term. Yeah. We both work in businesses. (laughs) I mean, yes, that's a fact. We do. Um... Yeah, uh, what are some things that we should do? I think you have a very fun activity planned. I'd like you to talk about it. Um, It's that one. Yes. Uh, So for my Q4 goal, I need to do pull-ups. Oh, I pointed to the one above. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) I need to do actual pull-ups. That's always been my goal as a part of this podcast. I've been doing dead hangs. I've been doing all that stuff. I've done some assisted pull-ups, but I need to do actual pull-ups, I guess. Well, I'd like to uh, bring up a story about my husband and you also your husband jason edwards mm-hmm. uh which is that one time he was at my apartment it might have even been the time that he guest hosted the podcast no because we did that here yeah he was at my apartment and i had my pull-up bar out and we were talking and he was like yeah you know in college i had a friend who had a pull-up bar in his room and i could never really do one and i can do a couple of assisted pull-ups but i, I just want to try uh and jason jason did a pull-up that day <laughs> um and what i'd say is it's possible it's been, you know, a year and nine months at this point. I think it's time you just give it a shot. I have, though. Okay, then never and mind. And it still doesn't happen. <laughs> um, and I, I will say um, our husband, Jason, is in much better shape than I am and actually lifts a lot of weights and really enjoys that as his workout uh, process. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, any part of weight training as an exercise is just... <sighs> something yeah. I do and don't necessarily find as fun as like cardio. Right. I love me some cardio. Yeah. Um, so it's just doing more of that is what I want to be doing. Um, and then my fun thing is we want to do a monkey bars excursion. Yeah. Uh, so far I have found two sets of adult monkey bars scattered throughout the city. And one of these days I'm going to find all of them. <laughs> um, and in my mind, it's going to be like an obstacle course race. But the only obstacle course is monkey bars. Because <laughs> I tried to do another kid set of monkey bars the other day, and it's just, it's impossible. Yeah, keeping, like, you have to really work your core to keep your legs off the ground on yeah. kid-sized monkey bars. It's so hard. And I mean, maybe less so you than me. Even then. Okay. 
I'm five two and three quarters. Well, how high off the ground are these things? Usually five two and three quarters. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes six foot, which still really isn't enough because no, my arms are above my head. Right. Uh, yeah. So that's gonna, gonna be a fun thing for us to do. We're gonna hunt down some monkey bars. Yeah. Uh, and something else I'd like to do before the year ends is uh, I'm going to a ninja gym, and you can't stop me. Wouldn't try. Right. Uh, uh, so here in Brooklyn, there's Brooklyn Zoo. They host a National Ninja League event in January. Um, I went on their website today and tried to find their ninja classes. Apparently, it's been rolled into their Spartan classes, which makes me sad. It makes me feel like they're trying to brand away from the Ninja Warrior Gym, and that's a little sad. But I'm going. I'm going to take a class, and I'm going to go to Open Gym a couple times, and we're going to see what it's like. Yeah. Yeah. Very exciting. do it. So that's going to happen. I was going to try to come too, but it's looking like schedules are not going to allow for that. <clears throat> or mainly my insistence on not doing activities after 5 p.m. on Sundays. Yeah, the fact that they only have classes at 6 p.m. on a Saturday and 7 p.m. on a Sunday is a bold flex. That's my party time. Yeah. That's when I go out and do things, especially this time of year. Right. The, Guys, bir- the birthday months. It's the birthday months. We're both turning 31. I don't like that. 31. I would prefer not to. Which, uh, which I guess brings us to the, uh, the last Q4 goal. Yeah, which is uh, entitled here, Health and Wellness and Goals <laughs> and Endings. I was, I was going to try to find a better word when I spoke about it in the moment was, um, I don't know, facing reality. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, so yeah, we're turning 31. We have extremely busy lives and busy activities and a lot of things going on. Yeah. And this podcast has been fantastic i think for helping us adventure into other realms of health and wellness Mm -hmm. i think it's been amazing for us just like testing our limits um and seeing what we like doing what we don't like doing how many parts of our bodies we can break Mm -hmm. sternums shoulders uh minds yes all of those good things um endurance to uh not drinking things Mm -hmm. like that um our desire for protein powder or lack thereof yeah oh man that was a long long time ago (laughs) but uh it's also uh we've had to kind of face some realities like yeah um one thing i was struck by watching the national finals this year is that there seems to be a very clear weight cutoff for ability uh you know grant mccartney uh is looking real good lately he's uh he has really uh put on a lot of muscle he's looking really strong uh and he went out on the salmon ladder because i think just at six foot whatever 200 pounds is too much to to kip up a salmon ladder it's it's a physical limit um and i honestly just don't think that i'm ever going to get there i i have lost faith in my ability to ever be on this show uh and we're gonna deal with that (laughs) and it's like i we can't literally like a human being can only lose so much weight without making this their career right and unfortunately we do not have the means to professionally uh train for ninja warrior um or even professionally like eat and take care of ourselves (laughs) like you know athletes and celebrities do um so yeah our other option for you losing weight would be to literally remove limbs from your body and we're not going to do that yeah because you need most of your limbs although i guess you could probably do a ninja warrior course on one leg yeah flip rodriguez almost did it yeah you that's a great joke about stage two um but yeah so i guess what we're really saying here is we know (laughs) 
we know kind of the goal we set out for with this podcast is probably not something we can actually achieve. Yeah. Um, we're, I think we're going to finish out the year uh, and then we'll say goodbye to you. Yeah. Which is sad. just sad. But this has been a lot of fun. It has been a lot of fun. And uh, it's, I think you're going to continue to climb. Probably. I think you're going to continue to, uh, um, I assume, do some ninja things on your own time. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> uh, I think we will never do that stupid Zac Efron diet again. No. No. We won't do that one. Uh, but you're going to continue to row like a motherfucker. I love rowing whenever the actual rowing thing has class pass available, <laughs> which they have too many uh, people with memberships, which is annoying. That is annoying. But uh, rowing and dancing and kickboxing and all other manner of things. Yeah. But yeah, so I will have like... Uh, wrap up summary episode we're going to talk about andrew going to a ninja gym before this is over um but we thank you guys a lot for listening yeah it means a lot and it's also just been fun to hang out and do this yeah we'll continue to hang out probably yeah i think so but there'll be you know less fitness less friends from college thank god oh always (laughs) Ah, oh, man, we built up a lot of inside jokes over this time, haven't we? <laughs> anyway, thank you for listening. <laughs> thank you to the two of you who have rated and reviewed. Appreciate it a lot. Uh, now that we're now that we're doing our victory lap, I can, you know, I don't know where that was going. <laughs> um, if you want to follow our social media accounts, you still can at A and W Podcast. Uh, if you like our theme music good you're a human uh you can find that song which is entitled dancing like a maniac uh and all of its composer whose name is alex barroza's work at ccmixture.org it's been two years and i've finally figured out how to say that sentence most efficiently yeah that's definitely the most efficient way to say it it used the least amount of time it used the least number of adjectives and possessive uh modifiers everything yeah it was great um Check out uh, Jason and Kelsey's podcast, Ruin My Life. Yeah. Our sister whatever sister podcast. Wife. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. It's cool. They've been doing sister some fun Daddy? things. <laughs> yeah, it was Sister Daddy. Um, the worst possible description. <laughs> and uh, I guess we'll go out on a weird lyric from Be a Man to go out on. You ready? Oh, it's too apt. It is. You're a spineless, pale, pathetic lot, and you haven't got a clue. See you next time. Goodbye. Forever. warrior is partly a mental game yeah less so an emotional game um (laughs) but my emotions are all fine anybody who's listening if you are listening my emotions are fine uh jason and kelsey (laughs) that's a physics joke for the physics audience yeah and for the physics audience in case you're listening my emotions are fine Oh, the physics audience has also been calling you out? Yeah, they have. Oh, nice. Yes.
congratulations to Drew Dreschel, who I am sure is listening right now. And Drew, in case you're listening, my emotions are fine. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This is what my five years of teaching has taught me. By the way, for the teaching audience out there, my emotions aren't so great. <laughs> oh, I feel like that bit was just for me. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's probably going to get cut. I love it.